This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Podcast episode 34, the Jack and Ronnie show. What's up, Ronnie? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Good. How's life treating you? Uh, it's busy, like normal, but you know, can't complain. Yeah. I'm going to break some news. Break it. But I want to be the first Nerdy Legion podcast to break the news. You know what it is? Nope. Valiant I don't think so. just got sold. Oh, yeah. And. All I know is everybody's freaking out about it. At least all the Valiant fans are. All the Marvel <laughs> fans listening to this are saying, what's a Valiant? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting because Marvel's sort of this big corporate entity, right? Mm-hmm. And Valiant, I feel like they want to be that. Even before this purchase, them trying to get into movies and all that, it seemed like they're trying to mimic what Marvel and DC do. To some extent. Then on the other side of it, a lot of the fans, I'm not sure that's real welcome because people seem to like this underground publisher that is, yeah, that's I guess, done things different than Marvel and DC up to this cool. point. Well, I think the difference between Disney buying out Marvel is that Disney did it like as a huge corporation that kept it. Disney's big enough to have LLCs, if you will, I guess around and let them function and do their own thing but they have the overpower and they actually have the overhead of the profit part Uh so not really a lot of things was changed when that got taken over yeah now as for this it's like it's it's a smaller indie publisher that's getting I don't want to say like an aggressive buyout, but that's what it seems like. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds to me like, and we don't know details yet, except what we're reading here and there, but it sounds like Dinesh might have got pushed out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what one of the articles said. So Yeah. It sounds like they may have even bought into the company originally, because here's what happened. They bought into Valiant. Right, and then there was this whole like thing about okay, now we're going to be doing movies, but the movies never came, and it almost makes me wonder maybe this was just a, a ploy to sort of take over the company so they can run it the way they wanted to. Because I, it's been weird that they've talked so much about movies, but then it just nothing ever developed. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then when Dinesh and them tried to do their own thing um, with the uh, Bat in the Sun production that seemed like they put a hold on that for whatever reason whether that was you know sony or dmg whatever so it like put a monkey wrench into everything that they were trying to cook up besides that yeah that was that was weird too because it seemed like they should be able to those should be out by now and they've already put money into it so i mean it seems like why not why not just go ahead and wrap them up well anyways well maybe maybe the if the movies are successful though maybe it'll uh you always have this picture of your head of like Valiant being able to give Marvel and DC sort of a run for their money, even, even though maybe that's not 
ever going to be feasible. Well, but the but, thing is, is Valiant was always the number three of the shared universe. Right. Always. So. And it's number three because there's no other relevant shared universes. Correct. And it has, you know, 2,000 IPs because yeah. it's a shared universe. So, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, it, it depends. I mean, I've seen so many corporate takeovers before that it just doesn't look good for the comic side. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,. What's the the CEO of of DMG? What's his uh, name? I don't know. Mints or whatever his name Mitch, is. Yeah. He's not saying the right things to reassure fans <laughs> for sure. Right. Yeah. Because all exactly. he's talking about is movies, 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 and almost downplaying publishing, which is the last thing f- the current fans want to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, maybe he's just saying. Maybe he's trying to say we're going to keep publishing as it is, and focus on movies of course i well i won't get into it but i'm I, i'm not valiant sort of been declining for me anyway so i was sort of like eh, shake it up maybe it's not the worst thing but we'll see yeah i mean we'll see we'll see if people like that were at both places like marvel well, which Lemire's not anymore. He's at DC now, but he was at Marvel. We'll see if he stays around because he's on a book at Valiant. Yeah, a very so. good book. Actually, that's still one of my favorite Valiant books. Yeah. Bloodshot. And Matt Kent, um, those are the two guys I still read at Valiant. Anyways, maybe we should talk Marvel. Yeah. Um, Marvel's big news seems to be, to me... Not nearly as exciting as Valiant's news, but everybody's worked up over this Brie Larson costume. Yeah. Yeah. And I am shocked that anybody even cares. But then every time I try to, like, downplay it, like, who cares? It's just a costume. Like, man, people get upset about it. (laughs) Like, it's not just a costume. Anyways, so what happened was uh, some photos were released of the new Captain Marvel movie, which is, what, 2019, I think, is when it's set to come out. Um, mm. Apparently, they just started filming, or pre-filming. Um, and there's pictures of her, and she's not wearing the traditional blue and red. For some reason, they decided to make it a black and green costume. At least that's what it looks like in the pictures, right? Um, do you care? Um, at first, it was kind of taken back by that they chose the green and black but marvell the first captain marvel debuted in green and black did he yeah so i thought he was blue and red also well he was but i mean originally it was originally it was green and black so it's kind of like they if she has a kree origin then i guess it kind of makes sense but you know um if this is her initial first suit then that gives us the more traditional one than uh, i mean honestly i don't really care either way i just it was off-putting to me that they went that that route i was wondering maybe they just don't want her to look exactly like captain america well her suit doesn't look like captain america so maybe in the the much smaller scale movie universe though it might look yeah i guess not there's no stripes or anything it's but yeah it's just yeah so but I was like, man, it's not going to affect the movie one way or another. I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's not a color. Like I said, like everybody that we've went to, 
um, <clears throat> has changed their costume anyways. Sure. I mean, Cap, for example, has had like three different ones since he showed up. So Yeah. Maybe even more. Right. Right. So. Yeah, and Sp- Spider-Man's wearing like a Iron Man, you know, retrofitted yeah. <laughs> suit. Right. Um, I mean, some of those nuances I think are I like in the MCU because it gives a different take on what you've seen. Like uh, Falcon. It's not the same Falcon that you read in the comics. Right. He has it's a different a... set of abilities, um, mm-hmm. different technology. He's more technologically advanced, whereas uh, I guess in the comics he has a little bit more organic powers, right? Yeah, right. Um, well, now he's kind of more like the movie version now, his new one yeah, is. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, oh, which is more like a SWAT-style tactical suit now. Yeah, yeah, they do that. And I noticed uh, I was just read Daredevil from two weeks ago. And Foggy looked like the actor in the in the TV show. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And last time I remember seeing Foggy, I'm probably forgetting something, but I thought he was bald from the, like, cancer stuff. Anyways, but now he's got that kind of long hair come back in the middle. <laughs> he look, he's a little bit... Well, I think they, they went back from, like, legacy style. Like when legacy issues started pumping out, I think they went That's back. That's when it switched. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. What other news we got? I know there's a so, um, or did you have more you want to say about Brie? No, no. What do you think about her as an actress? Do you know much about her? I don't really know that much. Um, I gotta admit, man, I, I, I when I see the pictures, I kind of get this little bit of this Supergirl vibe. Yeah, um, that, although, that scares me. Well, it scares me, but on the same hand, I'm like, I'm not really familiar with her as an actress. Right. And for her to get this role, she has to be uh, a couple levels up from, uh, I forget the actress name, that plays Supergirl. But those are two roles on two different levels, so. But she has that kind of look to her. Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman, she yeah. looks she looks tough, like. I mean, even in real life, she's tall, and she's like, I'm not sure. Well, she's sort of semi-tall. Top, she's taller than me. Anyways, right. she could come across as somebody you don't want to mess with. Brie right. looks pretty petite. Yeah. So. Well, I think Gal in real life is pretty petite, too, because I think when she got cast, they didn't like how her frame was because she was real skinny and petite compared to like Wonder Woman until they actually saw her on screen as Wonder Woman. That's what I thought too, but I've seen um more recently I've seen pictures with her and she looks tall quite frequently. So I'm wondering if it's because she Well, I'm was... not I'm not talking about the tallness. I'm talking about like muscular and yeah. and athletic frame instead of a yeah. supermodel style frame, I guess. Gotcha. <clears throat> Yeah, that's typical. I mean, Scarlett Johansson's pretty. She's pretty, pretty small. Yeah. But they make it work with her. I mean, yep. because of her fighting ability. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, so uh, they're the they've announced the solo Black Widow movie, and the well, writer. They, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say they greenlit it, so it's still in early, early production. Yeah. But, but they've already picked a writer, so it seems like it's going to happen. 
Yeah, right. Uh, no dates that I've seen. The no. writer is, I have no idea who this is, Jack Schaefer, okay. which sounds like a guy, but it's, it's a female, and I might be pronouncing the name wrong. Um, but she did Nasty Women and some Dirty Rotten Scoundrels remake. Did you see either of those or even know what those are? No, it, it's nasty women. <laughs> nasty That's what women, it is. Yeah. Mm, no. I looked it up. I thought it would be because usually <laughs> um, these these writers, I'm not familiar with them. But then I look them up, and I'm like, oh yeah, he did that. And then that gives me some some hope. But I looked her up, and I was like, I have no idea any of this stuff. And I don't even yeah. think she's really done all that much. Yeah, I, I don't. As long as it keeps her in the vein of like the stuff that she was in the movies, then I'm cool with it. Yeah, like the like the agent type stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, like at the very beginning of like Incredible Iron, Hulk, right? And Iron Man, and then Iron Man, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I so. loved her in that role because that to me that's what her character is. It's like a rogue agent or a spy type, just going out there and kicking ass type thing. Yeah, it's just weird. It's weird to do that. It almost feels like if you do that now, though, you're going backwards because fans have wanted this for a really long time. People have I've always heard Black Widow movie, and it just never happened. It almost makes me wonder if they're doing it, you know, a little too late. Well, so then, it's well obviously it's a little too late because you know you have the Wonder Woman movie already out. Right. So they're they're not the first to do that, and then um, <clears throat> I think Sony's doing the Femme Fatales, the like um, Black Cat and Silver Sable and stuff from the yeah. Spider. So I mean, now comes the question: Is it too late to even do it at all and not have it, or do we just? Go with it and you know do it, even though it's late. It's better late than never, type thing. Yeah. And I can see arguments from both sides. Yeah, I mean, it would have been great. I think it would have been great if it was earlier. Um, maybe even. I mean, I guess they had to do the whole trilogy thing, but it, I mean, I don't know if you have to. Do, do you have to do a trilogy of each character? Because some of those, I would have rather seen that early on than. Uh, maybe one of the Thor movies or even one of the Iron Man movies. Um, and I wonder if they just sort of didn't know how well a female lead could capture audiences. Well, uh, well, it's kind of like the Hulk <clears throat> syndrome, right? Because um, each Hulk solo movie has quote-unquote failed, and he's a big character. But then, you know, when he, he's in Avengers or in the Thor movie, for yeah. example, like he's the, he steals the show. Right. And then, and then you have fans that want a Hulk movie. But then when the Hulk movie actually comes out, <laughs> nobody goes to it. So it's kind of the same way. Like we saw Black Widow early on all the time and then everybody wanted one. And so I think they were kind of gun shy of wanting to do a solo because of that. Yeah. Effect, and she's never been really a uh, front and center character that I remember. No, no. 
I mean, she's had some great story arcs and everything, yeah. but she hasn't been like Cap or Spidey. Right. And especially when you're creating a movie universe and you're working towards the Avengers, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, Thor has to be a movie and Cap right, and yeah. Iron Man. The main players. Um, <clears throat> right. So, so I guess this means that she survives Infinity War, though, because there's been a lot of deaths rumored that uh, Infinity War in both of these movies that a lot of people could die. Um, the obvious ones being like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans for contractual reasons. Uh, but if she's doing movies, if they're, I mean, even if they start, if they're starting to write a movie now, it's going to be post Infinity War, the, the second yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. Right. I'm guessing like maybe 2020 at the earliest. So, I mean, yeah, it's already 2018. Which means, like, around 2020, the MCU could very likely be led by two women. Brie Larson, Scarlett Johansson, and I guess maybe Tom Holland. And Chadwick uh, Bossman, or the the guy playing Black Panther. Right. I mean, by 2020, the whole Marvel... It's going to be very different. Yeah, the landscape will be totally different anyways. Because we might not even have... Chris Evans as Cap, we might have Sebastian Stan or as you know the guy that plays Bucky. Yeah, 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 right. He Who could knows? be Cap by then. So, or they might just not have one for a while. Yeah, I'm totally fine with them mixing it up. That'll I mean, be interesting, though, uh, based on where we started and everything they've worked up to to ultimately be in a MCU that looks like that with those characters. Hmm. It's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Totally agree. Because it, it'll be, like I said, the whole landscape's going to be different. And hopefully the landscape will be different after Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, if they do it, I mean, if it's... If they do it correctly. Right. Yeah, it can't be like Ragnarok where they destroy an entire planet, but everybody that's important survives. There needs to be right. some... There needs to be some meaningful death... which sounds bad but you know it needs to happen you can't just keep doing the same stuff yep um any other movie news tv news uh uh, on shield the main kree guy that has uh what's her name simmons right yeah simmons yeah right is it her the girl yes Okay. Yeah. yeah that he ha- yeah that he has her under his control or whatever. Yeah. Apparently, there's a rumor out that he's supposed to be a pretty big bad, or he, whoever he reveals into will be a big shocking reveal. Um, the Kree guy. Yeah. So he's not who we. He's mm-hmm. not who we think he is. Yeah, he's not who we think he is. Basically, is he is he Cree? Yeah, he's Cree, but well, I can't say that for sure because I don't know. But apparently, he's a big player in the actual Marvel universe. So, not sure who maybe that could still, be. Maybe they're still in the framework. <laughs> well, I don't know. That would be a. It almost <clears throat> seems too easy, but they could totally do anything they want and just say, "Oh, we're still in the framework." Well, he could be Kang. 
Kang yeah. the Conqueror. Hmm. Seems like he's. You know, Seems like they pretty established him as either. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, this could be an well. Obviously, it's an altered timeline because they're in the future or whatever. But is it the actual future of the agents that are there, or is it an alternate future? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and they're trying to they're trying to change the current future that they're in. They're yeah. trying to go back in time and back prevent everything. In time. <laughs> they just need Michael J. Fox. Yeah. And Doc Brown. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is like Yeah, that's that's the future. But is it actually our agents' future? Or is it an alternate, like the Marvel Ultimate Marvel? Oh, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Like a parallel, yeah, uh, right, universe, right, universe, right. future. Yeah. Or, or are they all still in the mainframe type thing, and where this isn't even happening, and they're trapped and on some ship somewhere? Yeah. And it's all playing out in their head, and not actually. They got so many of those like uh, psychedelic, odd concepts going mm-hmm. on right now that they could do anything. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> At this point. That's but that's what I like about it. Are you liking it more? Or are you still sort of... Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. So, I mean, it's good, and I've liked Agents from season one when nobody else did. So, uh, I can't really say that I'm over the moon about this season, but... I, I'm like I like let's put it this way I like it better than the Inhuman season, but uh, it's still not my favorite season. Yeah, D- did you <laughs> you said you liked Inhumans, didn't you? The the series Inhumans, yeah. yes, I liked it. I mean, it, nobody else did, obviously, but it <laughs> happens. Yeah, I, I meant the Inhumans that were with in Agents. Okay. That that to me that's like my least favorite. Yeah. Agent season. Yeah. I've heard other people say that. I, I enjoyed that one. And I think it's because we use like second, third rate inhumans. Mm. Because if. Instead of the royal if, family? Yeah. Instead of like the royal family or even. Yeah. Lockjaw or whatever, you know? So I think it would. But I understand because they had the inhumans TV show coming out and or movie at that time. Right. So they couldn't play with those toys, basically. Yeah. But I think yeah. If, once you go down that road, though, it's it's that's a you got to keep doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, mm. you can't reveal Black Bolt. I guess you could do like a Ghost Rider sort of thing where he comes in for half a season. Right. Yeah. But it seems like if you do that, you're laying the groundwork for something. Yeah. Which after the this the the lack of success of this. Inhuman show, um, mm-hmm. I have a feeling they're going to do the opposite. <laughs> they're going to back off. Yeah. But, well, and now I think with them having the rights to X Men too. Right. Now sure. they can they can play with that. Uh, yeah, back off by like ignore it like it yeah. didn't even happen type thing. Yeah. And 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 whether and see and that's the cool thing is we don't even have to get mutants like X Men or 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 like the X-Men, you know, we can get like one-offs of mutants because there's so many out there right. to use. 
we don't have to get Wolverine or Jubilee or Gambit or Rogue or whatever. Yeah, right. Well, that's what they're doing with the Gifted. Right, right. Um, so it makes you wonder if S.H.I.E.L.D. was starting now. If S.H.I.E.L.D. was starting now, it'd be a total different thing. Yeah, would uh, um, Chloe Bennett be a mutant instead of... <laughs> she might. Yeah, she might. But I think her character's done pretty well, so she... I think they want to hold on to Quake. Yeah, but I... Could you see Quake in The Gifted? I could, but that would be a way for them to introduce mutants into the S.H.I.E.L.D. universe. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. I think S.H.I.E.L.D. would benefit more from it than The Gifted would, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, And I've heard conflicting rumors and stuff that this is their last... Season? Season. Of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Yeah, I've tried to... So, well, I haven't really heard any legit rumors. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've talked about it. It seems like the... It seems like if you connect the dots, it has... I mean, it's it has to be in... It feels like it's coming. Either they move it to some streaming service mm-hmm. or it gets canceled. Right. Um. But whenever I... I've mentioned that on online before, man, and people... Like hardcore Shield fans, they mm-hmm. they don't they don't don't want to hear that. Well, no, because then they'll have to pay for the streaming service. Yeah, no, you know, they don't like want to hear about anything about Shield possibly ending. Oh, um, I, for for the streaming service to work, there has to be original content on there, whether yeah. it's whether it's a X Force TV show or. Well, we know the uh, Netflix stuff is getting pulled, so that's a logical. Well, yeah, transition. but that's a logical pool that already exists, right? I'm just saying, like, if Shield cancels from ABC, then season whatever five, six, whatever they're on, the next season is going to be exclusively to the app, kind of like what Star Trek Discovery is doing with. The CBS All Access app type thing. Okay. And then you plus you have like your new content, like, well, we're gonna have Cloak and Dagger, or you know, yeah, an X Force TV show or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, it's crazy how many movies and TV shows there are. Yeah. yeah. This stuff is blowing up. Yep. Yeah. I was trying to think about that the other day, like. How many comic book esque movies, TV shows that there are out there, and there's tons. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the landscape of this industry, for better or worse. Right. Which ties back into Valiant. I mean, that's just where where you want to be in this industry. Well, right. And. And really, streaming is, I mean, even more than network TV. I was trying to argue this on one of the Facebook groups, but um, if they move S.H.I.E.L.D. from ABC to a streaming service, that's Mm -hmm. totally, it makes sense, because that's the future. First of all, that's the demographic. Like, millennials and younger are Mm -hmm. statistically moving away from network TV. Yeah. Um, It totally makes sense to, to try to do something like that. 
and ABC is it's just the wrong demographic for the most part. That's not where you see shows like this. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've seen the commercial or not, but I think it's a Spectrum commercial where um, he's talking to like two little kids that are watching it on their tablet. And he was like, you can actually watch TV on TV. And they're like, well, who would do that? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, so. Sounds like me and my t- kids, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that totally makes sense. And my, my, my kid can watch hours of, like, YouTube videos. Like, he just sits there and watches YouTube, and he knows the, U- the uh, YouTube accounts by name. Like, oh, yeah, this YouTuber mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. famous. He does all this whatever. And I'm like, you kidding me? Yeah. But, yeah. That's how where things are going. Yeah. Um, so I think Marvel. I think it's the right move. Totally agree. I mean, it, it, it's a step ahead of the game, kind of. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're a step ahead of the game, but because other people have already done it, but it's definitely a move that has to be made. Right. Yeah, but I mean, going from it would be sort of a new, a very like cutting edge new thing to say okay we created a a cinematic universe now we're going to create like a cinematic network you know what i mean streaming network yeah yeah Uh, it almost feels like oh this is too much content like do i want to subscribe to just constant marvel stuff 24 hours a day or whatever right but uh we'll see should be interesting um you want to switch gears and talk about comics sure because oh. Martin, Martin brought up this uh, idea, or not idea, but the, he brought up the timeline stuff that's going on in the Marvel Two and One issue, mm-hmm. which I read the first one. And when he said that, I realized I hadn't read the second one, so I had to go read the second one. Um, but the Marvel Two and One, you're you're up to date on it, I assume. I am, and I love it. Yes, you love it. Yeah, it's it's cool, but they're. There, it totally seems like the Fantastic Four is coming back. It would be hard to do this storyline the way they have so far. What do you mean? Huh? So the whole concept of this is that they think, one of them thinks the Fantastic Four are still alive. The other one... Which would be Johnny. Right. And And Ben. Ben knows that they're not, but he he, he got a message from Doctor Doom... That what is it he's trying to find again? He's trying to find a uh, some machine or, or widget yeah. that uh, that they left behind. It, it can take them to different points in time. That's right. And so Johnny's led, been led to believe that this point in time that they go to when they get there, the Fantastic or uh, the other members will be there, um, sort of I guess trapped in time and or for some for some reason they're they stuck have to there rescue, and can read and, and sue. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm saying that's a lot, as emotional fans have been about Fantastic Four, that's a lot, that's a big storyline to play with, in my opinion, to say, oh, they're not going to be there. Well, we already know that they're not, though. How do we know that? Because the, cause Sue and Reed hasn't been in the comic book universe forever, since Secret Wars. Right. But they've never been declared dead. And they still haven't been. But Reed's hologram that Ben found said that he was dead yeah, and that he needed this and this and not to let um, Johnny feel guilty or whatever yeah. and make sure that they can, they live out the legacy of 
Fantastic Four, basically. Yeah, he. That, I thought that was cool how they did that. He, they said <clears throat> he said he had recorded multiple messages, and he created a device that can figure out whether or not his like he's dead or not in the mm-hmm. universe, anywhere in the universe, and it, it chooses mm-hmm. which message to play. Anyways, it plays the message that assumes he's dead. Um, right. But still, I feel like that's just a curveball. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, ultimately it is, I would say. Um, like, if this, if this doesn't result in the Fantastic Four coming back as a team, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be disappointed. Unless it's just like a really cool storyline. Well, so far, so far, it's a really cool storyline because we we get to go back down memory lane with Ben, where he knows. I know, but that's just priming you for the return. (laughs) Well, yeah, but it's also pulling at your heartstrings. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I know, but I'm just saying that. Yeah. (laughs) Um. That would be like for me if this that 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 warlock issue it was like at the end of it they were like oh, it's not really happening it was just a dream it was just a memory in the soul stone or whatever I'd be like what that's it well but the whole thing is is he's getting Johnny out of his funk yeah yeah but he's so, gonna be he's gonna be pissed when he learns out that it's not well, yeah they're not there well that's what I'm saying that's the moral dilemma right. that Ben's having. Is do you pull him out of his funk, and what's bigger picture better off for him, or do you tell him up front and let him be pissed and then go yeah. down that slippery slope type thing? Yeah. Um. Do you do, so, you, do you buy uh, Doctor Doom's whole good guy routine? Um. I mean, he's gonna be Victor Von Doom again <laughs> at some point. At some point, but I think right now. He's one of those characters that does whatever he thinks is right, yeah. not no matter what the consequence is. So, yeah, because in his mind, I think he's always been a good guy in his mind. Yeah, but now he's more fake conscious about what the general population thinks of him. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. He was never like Thanos, where he's just out to do evil and cause yeah, harm right. for no reason. He always was very intelligent about it, and but extremely arrogant to the point yeah. where he's going to do things his way at whatever cost. Yeah, he's going to do assholeish things because it gets in results. Yeah, no matter whose feelings get hurt or whatever. Right. So this issue, so the big news behind this issue was um, that the flashback scene of them in college, it shows them, uh, somewhere it shows that it's 1998 when they were in college. Yeah. Which if, if, the, if the timing stays somewhat consistent, then that means the accident would happen roughly three years later, which is 2001, Right. So that's isn't that what they're talking about about the timeline being altered? Yeah, well, it all this is all remnants from Secret Empire timeline. Also, Secret Wars. No, Secret Empire. 
from when okay. Cap was oh, Cap was okay. Hydra, and then you know his good self beat his beat the Hydra self, and then you know in like the other book we have Voyager, who's the best Avenger we've never even heard of, right? Because she never existed. And so, like, this timeline, this is where it gets altered, where it pretty much stays the same, but it's, but it still gets altered just enough. You know, now it's not 1968 or whatever. You think they're doing this so that they bring them back? They're not the this is of like their reboot. grandfathers? Yeah, right, yeah. It'll be a young, new, fresh team? Yeah. And plus, you have... You have Franklin and Valerie that's out there trying to find everybody, too. Yeah. We just don't see those yet. Right. We haven't seen them since the legacy issue right. itself. It's the only time we saw them, isn't it? Right. Since that's Secret what I'm Wars that I remember. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like that's the only time that we've seen them yeah. as of right now. But uh, Weren't they like rebuilding the universe still? Yeah. And they're I'll, out there looking for everybody, so... Everything has been... See, I didn't even really think a whole lot about the dates because everything seems like it's been so mixed up since Secret Wars. Um, like, this kind of stuff's been happening the last couple of years. So hmm. I, didn't, I guess I didn't expect anything super concrete and uh, chronological. Well, that makes sense, I guess. And it, it almost feels like Marvel has to do stuff like this at some point because like the timeline is not chronological like in the sense of like like ages don't change right right so i was thinking about this and like going back to valiant like they can keep consistent with aging and people dying and staying dead and all that because their entire market is based around uh this sort of finite, small set of characters, right? Um, but Marvel has to take into consideration, like, merchandising and these movies and all this other stuff. And Demographics. You can't, you can't, like, if Logan dies, are you just not going to market Wolverine anymore? You know what I mean? It's <laughs> Eventually, they have to bring these guys back, and they have to, they can't, like, Steve Rogers can't stay old. You're not going to have kids playing with, like, old men doll toys, you know? Right, right. Um and that's the cool thing too is didn't Logan come at the end of this or is that a different Marvel book that I read uh, where he came and brought maybe maybe it was a different one because Logan because the Logan from the 90s yeah has been popping up but like very vaguely right and I thought he yeah, popped he up has. in this but maybe not. Well, he's also on the cover of Infinity Countdown. Um, so he's coming back in some fashion. Well, he's already back, but not like full force right. back yet. I mean, he's coming back as far as stories go. <coughs> right. Somehow. Yeah. Um, I know you got to wrap it up here soon. Um, I, I wanted to mention the... Uh, I want to get your opinion because I know you weren't crazy about how um, Ghost Rider has been portrayed in this latest couple issues of Thanos. Um, the, the old man Thanos <laughs> storyline that Donny Cates is doing. 
Um, well, let me be clear. I, I'm i enjoying the storyline and the uh, old Thanos and then, like, in the latest issue, spoiler, we get to see Who a futurist. Well, no. We, we get to see a futuristic Silver Surfer. Okay, I want to get to that in a second. But, but, but to me, it would have been a lot cooler if Ghost Rider wasn't revealed for a while. Because I think that's what the mystique was about him. Yeah. The, the cosmic Ghost Rider was who he was and blah, blah, blah. And now we know who it is. And it's like, well, it doesn't even make sense. It really. doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all. And you know what I kept, you know what I thought when I, when he said that? Hmm? Well, first of all, spoiler, spoiler, if you haven't read it, the Ghost Rider was just revealed as Frank Castle, which seemed odd. Mm-hmm. But my thought when I read that was, this is Ghost Rider and Frank Castle and the Punisher. These are like two of Ronnie's favorite characters. Yeah. And they're like the pun of this, this book. Yeah, I was like, Ronnie's not gonna like this. <laughs> yeah, well, they're almost like goofy sidekicks. Or yeah, it's almost like they like, popped his head off at one point and like tossed it away. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was why everybody was guessing that it was Deadpool because oh, yeah. of because of how he was acting and how smart assy he was and you know, yeah, how goofy he was and then. You know, it reveals that it's Frank Castle, and it's like, what happened from from now to then to make Frank Castle goofy like Deadpool? Right, or either of those characters. Yeah, I did. I totally did not get that either. But it's sort of like I don't. I don't care about that character as much as as you do. Well, I don't so. care about it either. It, to me, it just for the storyline purposes, it. It's like, which one of these things doesn't fit? And it's like, oh, okay. So now that we got the big reveal out of the way. Like, like for example, way back when, Wolverine was cool because we didn't know who he was. Or he had six different origins. Yeah. And then when his origin finally came out, then it's like, well, he doesn't really have that right. mystique about him anymore. I heard. I saw people on Twitter complaining about that uh, about Frank Castle. Um, I didn't even think that was the big reveal. The big reveal to me was the last page, because um, so we see at the end of the, the very end of the comic, um, Thanos, the old Thanos, is like there's somebody coming that Thanos is even intimidated by, and the young Thanos is like, "What's wrong with you? I'm not intimidated by anybody." Mm-hmm. And so you're all like worked up, like who's it going to be? And then it turns out, I got it right here. But the very last page, we see uh, uh, the Silver Surfer coming with like a horde of demons and stuff following him. But it's not the Silver Surfer as you know it, it's the Black Surfer. Right. Um, and I don't know, I'm really interested where he's going with that. Because yeah. you think it's, I'm, I'm not super familiar with this, but um, there was a watcher, and I forget what his name was, but uh, he ha- he combined his black body with Silver Surfer's soul to create the Black Surfer, 
in one mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to re- reread some of that stuff. But I'm wondering if that's what Donny Cates is bringing back somehow. Because he's clearly not silver. He's a black surfer, but he's got the surfer board and everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's like black metallic looking. Yeah. Right. So I'm wondering if he's going to pull on that black bodies like concept, um, which well, they were like centuries, I think, that sort of collected souls. And right. I'm wondering if that's all those demons behind him. So is that like the dark entity? Like the. Like, you know, the Silver Surfer is good, per se. So does that mean that? Yeah, it would be like his soul trapped inside this body. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but I don't know what he's doing with it. Uh, but it looks cool. It does look cool. But yeah, like I said, that last page was, like, awesome. So that's what I meant, like, when I tweeted out that I'm enjoying the story, but the reveal... Like, yeah, it, it just didn't make sense to, right. for me for it to be him. Not saying that, like, if he would have acted a certain way, then I was like, oh, well, clearly that's okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> or not okay. But I can see that. But if you're acting one way and it's uncharacteristic of the person you reveal it to be, right. I was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I mean, to me, it, it seems so like out of the left field, right? And like inconsequential. Like I didn't even want care to think about it. Like, oh, that's weird. Let's go to the next page. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was surprised that people on Twitter were making such a big deal about it because it seems so pointless. Yeah. Uh, but man, I, I like what Donnie Cates his his cosmic stuff. I think he's doing really cool cosmic stuff in this book, and Marvel hasn't had that in a long time that I can remember. Um, so I want to see more of this. I know you like the Doctor Strange but his Doctor Strange book better, but I do. I think this sort of ominous tone is really up his alley. Yeah. But I think the Doctor Strange book is kind of his alley too because it's more dark and mystical type stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, I like them both. I just, right now, I'm preferring Doctor Strange more. So, I mean, it's not like I'm totally crapping on Thanos. It's just, for me, right now, the story in Doctor Strange is more appealing to me. As to where I'm a cosmic guy, but you're, like, very into cosmic stuff. Oh yeah! So, oh so yeah! I when, I see, saw, uh, I when I saw the when I saw the surfer on this last page, I was like, okay. I mean, I you could have just given me that one page, and I would have liked this issue. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's what, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. For me, a lot of it's like this is the stuff I love that's been lacking, like the cosmic side of Marvel. Or right. they've tried to do it, but they've done it in weird ways with the Guardians of the Galaxy and um, on the Dan Slot Silver Surfer book, which I know some people liked. But it was just this is what I want. I want like a a, a mysterious, dark cosmic story, not something light and right, silly characters or right. whatever. Yep. What else you got? What else interesting, noteworthy, Ronnie uh, Marvel news? 
we touched on the two things that I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the two and one, which is probably one of my favorite Marvel titles coming out right now. Yeah. Or lately. And then Thanos we talked about, which I knew that both of us kind of disagreed on it, but not really like hated you know, disagreement. But well, now, like, to be fair, you your reply on Twitter was, meh, MBH. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that means it sucks. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> to me, it, 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 I don't know. Like, like you said, the whole, up until that last page, it was just meh to me. Yeah. Like, it was middle of the road stuff as to where, like, the, the first Hulk couple. Dog? Of, Did you like the Hulk dog? No, not <laughs> no. really. But I mean, it make that part makes sense though. Yeah. I mean, if you can't beat him, then you beat him down and make him your slave or whatever. Yeah, right? Sure. So. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Let's wrap this up then. All right. Where do they reach us in the, in the yeah. interweb? Interwebs. You can reach me at rombar316. You are at Jack Sutherland, and the show is at ultimate bar pod yeah man thank you sir thank you all right